0: Hi, this is Rebecca Faith McQueen-Ruark, the Vice President of Student Affairs, and you are listening to Yas McQueen, which is my podcast where I get to speak to student leaders about their involvements at Kentucky Wesleyan. Um, it is the summer at Kentucky Wesleyan, and so I am excited that I get to spend some time today with the Student Organization Advisor of the Year. Where? Where is he? Yeah, right here in front of me. It's Mr. Derek Hancock, the advisor for the Panther Radio Society and Studio ma- What is your actual title at Wesleyan?
1: So I'm Instructor of uh, Communications Radio Station Manager. Yeah, sort of like a big deal.
0: Um, and so uh, Derek and I are down here today. I haven't recorded a podcast since I think January because my adopted baby boy was yeah. born in February. And so I was out for a big chunk of the spring semester. I know so. you're
1: supposed to interview me, but I got right, to ask. this is my podcast. Uh, but I still, okay. I'm okay. still with just out of curiosity. I've seen the posts on social media. Uh-huh. How did that go? What was it like to see the baby for the first time oh my gosh. and you know all just you know readers digest i know you could probably do a whole podcast yeah alone oh i that.
0: i could um i could yes i could do like a series of podcasts on adopting so my husband and i had been trying to adopt for almost two years We've, we were selected by the birth mother in november so we were able to build a relationship with her um and we knew that it was a baby boy and he was due march 22nd so the whole plan all along is that I was going to get to be in the room when he was born. Um, but what happened was his birth mother, all of her children have been born on a holiday or the day after a holiday. Mm. Well, his, his his due date was March 22nd, so we thought, St. Patrick's Day. I'm going to have my little leprechaun. <laughs> well, on Valentine's Day, Derek... Um, I was laying on the couch, eating a piece of red velvet cake, watching The Real Housewives, a very romantic Valentine's Day, and we got a phone call that they were inducing her and she was going into labor. And so, anyway, I flew down there, I got to the hospital in Tampa a half hour before he was born and I got to be in the room, cut the cord, which was like magical and gross all at the same time, um, and spend the next couple of days in the hospital with him and the birth mother, but um, yeah, it was, it was like the
1: most beautiful thing I've ever been a part of. It's an amazing story. I've been following it since day one and yeah. congratulations to you both. And uh, the pictures are wonderful. So.
0: Yeah. And we just, we just got back from Florida yesterday because we finalized it, it takes three or four months after the birth mm. to like legally finalize. So we'll get a birth certificate now with Ruark as his last name. And we got to visit with his birth mother cause we're going to keep a relationship with her. But yeah, I could talk about that stuff. Oh yeah. I could probably do several things. I got lots of advice Opinions about the adoption process, but that might be an
1: interesting podcast in itself.
0: Yeah, well, it's funny. My friend Jackie and I we're we're interested in doing a podcast, but Mm -hmm. she um she had her child through um, an egg donor, so she has her own like fertility things and her own relationship with that child's like biological mother. Anyway, so yeah, we could we could talk about that stuff because it's just interesting. Um, Families come about. You know, in all sorts of different ways. But, yeah, so I'm way more rested than I was um, earlier in the spring semester because he turns four months next week. So he sleeps through the night now. We don't know how long that's going to last, but I'm here for it. So um, back to me and my podcast and interviewing you, (laughs) Derek. Um, So you won advisor of the year for student organization this year, which is a big deal. Um, How did that even
1: happen, I wonder?
0: uh, Somebody nominated you, a student in your organization had to nominate you. Yeah. Um, and as somebody who read those nomination forms, I mean, you've done, I mean, how many years have you been full time in this position?
1: Well, uh, so a bit of a history I've been here for 16 years Right. and full time for the last, well, it's gone almost three, I guess, uh, since 2020. January first, twenty twenty. Me and I became full time the same time Dr. Mitzel was hired. And right before COVID. Right before yeah, COVID. Yeah, y'all
0: came like before in the before times, like yeah. literally just before. Well, I just remember I got you know, I came to Wesleyan in twenty fourteen, the summer of twenty fourteen. And you were here part time and the radio station was active and those kind of things. But just in the last three years. Yeah. It's been crazy to me as somebody who gets to work with a lot of student leaders to see like what their involvement with the radio is able to do for them. Um, You know, students who are more involved are more likely to stay in college and to graduate and to be successful academically because they find their place. And we were talking about this earlier. You've created such an open and welcoming place for students to be able to do something and learn a skill. Um, I don't know. I I think you have to really pat yourself on the back, boo-boo.
1: Well, I I appreciate that. But I I feel like, you know kudos goes to the college for allowing me to do this the way the way i foresee it need you know we we talk about diversity Mm -hmm. if you come back here and you see the walks of life that are back here we have students from vegas and we have students from uh sacramento kentucky (laughs) uh from louisiana and every walks in between from the type A personalities to the extra extroverts to the extreme introverts, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, I always bring up Emily Barber. She's graduated now, but I'm sure you remember her Mm -hmm. such an introverted, very bashful young lady, but yet her place was back here on the radio and you talk to her in person. She was, you know, just real bashful and quiet, but boy, get her behind that microphone. And, it was yeah. her
0: place. Like she found she found herself at Kentucky Wesleyan. That's exactly which right. Which is our tagline, find yourself. Find yourself. And they found themselves on the radio. Or as
1: Matt Hanks would say, find yourself. Is that what he would say? So <laughs> he's going to kill me for saying that. But next time you do see Matt, he works here in IT now, mm-hmm. uh, walk up to him and go, find yourself. Find
0: yourself, Matt but, Hanks.
1: But, but be sure to say it when there's not too many ears around because his response might not be appropriate for the workplace environment. Is that what you're saying, Derek?
0: Okay. Probably. What is your favorite thing about being an advisor, um, for the Panther radio
1: society? Favorite thing. Wow. That's a pretty loaded question because I have a lot of favorites, okay. but mine would have to be when someone comes in as a freshman and they have no experience. So they just think it would be cool to be in radio or a podcast and they're here three, four years. And when they graduate, they're a completely different person, not just on air, but when they graduate. Right. We see the, like Ricky, you just saw Ricky. He's a different person than he was three years ago.
0: Still as hairy as he was when he came in. Hairier, probably. Yeah, but yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's, I always say that to parents. So tomorrow is actually, we have a future Panther Day that's happening. So that's where our incoming students. Mm -hmm. And so I always say like future Panther Days and move-in days and graduation are like the two two or three biggest days on campus because you get to see these, like, anxious, not confident students who come in with their parents and they're on move-in day and future Panther Day. And then when they walk across that stage, like, a whole daggone person, you know, ready to go off and change the world. I mean, that's the best part of our jobs, right? Like, you get to see that. But, um, okay, so then on the opposite end of that, what is the most difficult thing about being an organization advisor?
1: well the diversity i talked about earlier can sometimes bring the uh the growing pains of that
0: mm-hmm.
1: the walk different walks of life the the bashful person might lock horns so to speak with the the type a personality and you have to sometimes police that uh between you know my office door is always open but usually open up for you know uh, arguments if uh-huh. if you will and you what you do, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I have to kind of get in the middle and go, okay, the decision has been made and we're going to stay with that decision. Whether you like it or not, that's the real world here. And I see it every semester. I usually see it ironically at the beginning and end of, of a semester. Usually it's quiet in the middle, uh-huh. but for some reason the nerves at the beginning and then the nerves at the end tend to wake up that. So that's probably uh, the uh, the opposite side of the coin
0: Mm -hmm. well anytime you it's like the best thing you know is working with people the hardest thing is working with people because you you know all sorts of emotions needs perspectives
1: and it's a good time i'm going to say that working in retail it was my first real paid job probably helped me uh to be quite patient with it i've been told i have the patience of job i don't see it but i'm told i do
0: i feel like you're like the most like laid back calm even keel person ever which is like the exact opposite of me let's ask and my so, wife that yeah no, isn't she, she's, she's <laughs> gonna like, just like sit down we can do like relationship counseling via my podcast that could be a
1: new podcast that would be a fun podcast if you could get my wife to do it you could talk about matt at, and then she could talk about me there's not that enough- would actually be hilarious i <laughs>
0: There is not enough computer data in the world to record a podcast where I could talk about Matt. But anyway, okay, so what, and I know it's going to be difficult for you, beyond obviously the growth that you see in the students, what are you most proud of that y'all have accomplished um, with the Panther Radio Society?
1: Outside of the growth, the... uh, the, um, probably some of the, uh, achievements, the awards and, and uh, within a short period of time, mm-hmm. uh, broadcast education association is a premier education award, uh, program, uh, for college radio, our mm-hmm. education radio. They do high school too, but, uh, within just two years, we've won an award two years in a row. We've only participated for two years and we're, and we, and they also base our work our body of work that we submit. And we we rank twenty first out of five hundred universities and colleges,
0: and we're so tiny, and you have to yeah. do so much. And it yeah. looks
1: neat when you see like these big colleges like Goshen University and stuff, and we're right up there with them, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I foresee this getting better from there. And uh, Mason, I, you remind me he, he's he's working on a project that needs to be finished this summer so we can launch it in July. So cross your fingers. He started on it. And, and finals got in the way and i told him take a break from this and get your finals so but uh, he promised he'd get it finished but uh, it's part two of batman. Oh. batman superman batman alfie remember part one yeah i
0: wasn't i auditioned for that and didn't get a part so it's fine well
1: are you it's fine. i'm not bitter i, I hope it goes well for him lanes, though.
0: no well and so it, those are the two awards you've won right did that
1: Lane's, what was the first award the the first award was Lane Lane Tolano's uh, Sherlock Holmes yes the and then the second was Veronica and her on air yeah we've submitted we submit a lot and they've taken they've taken note to the quality of product that we we push out of yeah. here we may not get you know not everything's going to win that's that's the nature of it but they' but they felt the need to say look you are ranked 21st out of 500. Yeah. with the quality and and how much and-
0: well and I think when people hear like well at least when I was in school which is a long time ago when people hear college radio they think of like you know just like a, a dj in there playing like emo music but y'all do like all sorts of stuff beyond just you yeah. know the the normal which they do a great job at like on-air personalities but y'all have done the radio shows like what are some other things that you do that people might not know about I guess this podcast, right?
1: Podcasting. I mean. And this is a relatively new thing, the studio we're setting in. And I apologize for the mess. I'm working on the studio adjacent to us. Yeah. But um, uh, podcasting, we have a news department. Logan Reed is in, has been uh, head of that, and we're trying to grow it. Um, eventually, uh, with the help of Dr. Bolin, Andrew Bolin, uh, we're going to get sports broadcasts going. Oh, here. that's awesome. We have podcasts featuring Talia Walton. Uh, for the women's basketball podcast. Mm-hmm. We do stuff like that, but we need play by play, actual play by play. And my goal is to get started with the women's basketball. They need a broadcast outlet, not just radio, but we stream as well. We're, yeah. We have a website, we're on four different apps now. Uh, we have an Alexa skill uh yeah it's really cool. we, so fancy we, yeah we, we, you know radio has had to adapt yeah and uh, and with my year 25 years experience in radio i kind of knew that coming into this so i do have uh, some commercial radio under my belt right alongside with this yeah and i knew that alexa's skill would bump us into the 21st century at least yeah and it's simple you just say alexa
0: Play
1: wkwc 90.3 wkwc and we're on, I, do that my I drive my wife crazy at home. I walk in and go, Alexa, play 90.3 WKWC. But, and the students love that stuff too. And, yeah. uh, and we're on like multiple apps and it's, and uh, working on, I, and I keep finding more apps to add us too. So.
0: That's really cool. Okay. Let's talk about Derek, the person, not Uh-oh. just the advisor. Okay. That's a
1: loaded, that's, might be All loaded. Right.
0: If you could meet one celebrity who you've never met before, if you could pick one celebrity dead or alive, and have, I don't know, if you like to drink coffee, but a meal or whatever with him, who would you pick?
1: Morgan Freeman.
0: Because of his amazing voice? Not, just,
1: not just voice, but he has met just about everybody you can think of. That's true. He's been in any genre of movie. You stop and think about it. He's been in westerns. He's been in dramas. He's been in, uh, uh, you know, sci-fi. He's been in Batman movies. He's yes. He's he's been there. He's done that, and forgot about a lot. And I would think Gene Hackman would be a next next Ooh, one.
0: Ooh, he's good. Same
1: for the same reasons too.
0: Yeah, they've done a lot. Those are really good answers. <laughs> actually, I was just thinking about um, Shawshank Redemption is one of my favorite movies. Yes. And so.
1: uh, Shawshank is my favorite movie. Uh-huh. Number one favorite movie. So, because you you get asked that question, like if you were put on you know on a stranded island and you can only watch movies from one actor the rest of your life on that stranded island who would it be and i'm like morgan freeman because
0: you'd have somebody to choose from
1: yeah because you know i like clint eastwood and he was in unforgiven well and the million dollar baby those are two polar opposite type movies yeah if i'm in the mood to you know a boxing movie and or a western really
0: good answer that's uh, a very well thought out answer to that question because my first would be like oh justin timberlake because i love him but then it's like but what then what are we gonna do Just like talk. He can teach me to dance, I guess. Um, Okay. If you had your own, I mean, you do, but like your own radio show and you could only play music by one artist. Oh. Who would you pick?
1: Probably Phil Collins.
0: Yes. That is so funny. The other, because I listen to, if I'm not listening, I literally, there are two radio stations I listen to. One is uh, 90s on 9 on Sirius XM and then WKWC are the two that I rotate between. But the other day there was a Phil Collins song came, and I literally thought to myself, he has the most soothing, magical, like I could just listen to Phil Collins all the time. Why, but, I'm sorry, What was, why did you say Phil Collins then?
1: Well, I, I grew up. Uh, pretty much becoming a fan of his since I was a kid along with, uh, I'm going to say a name. Let's see if, see how, see if you know the country music artist, okay. uh, Ronnie Millsap. Yes. Yeah. He, he would be my second in country station featuring nothing, but Ronnie Millsap. I'm a big fan of both. Yeah. But, um, but I would enjoy Phil, uh, because you know, from in the air tonight, all the way to Tarzan, Yes. you'll be in my you'll heart, be in my
0: heart. Yeah. But that drum break in um, what is it in the? I in the it's
1: in the air tonight. I was
0: gonna say in the air tonight, but then dun yeah, it's so good. It's so good.
1: And in a recent interview, I have to throw this out there. He got asked about that song, and he went, "Or or 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 or." He said, <laughs> "Sparking seals. That's what it sounds like." Now I can't unhear it. Oh my every god! Time I'm hear, gonna
0: literally put it on the in the car I hear
1: <laughs> it. Do do It's like they do sound like parking seals, and, and it took Phil to say that.
0: You've so. now ruined that for me, probably it almost. Well, he forward. ruined it
1: for anybody who ever saw that, but it's still an awesome song. Oh. And that is, and I know this is your podcast, but. When you get asked, what is your one, number one... And that's probably the reason why I said, Phil. What is your all-time favorite song? You can only pick one. And mine is in the air tonight.
0: Oh, I have one. Mine is Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. Nice.
1: That's the, I, I listened to that just the other day. I don't
0: know why. That song, I could just... It's my just, like, yeah. thing. And you know what song I like to sing to the baby a lot is... Um, okay, I said that, and now I can't remember what the name of the song is. It's Janet Jackson...
1: What have you done for me lately? No, it's, um,
0: <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> I, I'm all the time. I'm like, Alexa, play blah, blah, blah by Janet Jackson. And now I just had a brain fart and I can't remember what it was. It's, um, escapade. Okay. i want to take you on an escapade. I don't know why. It's just like a fun, happy song. And I want to go on an escapade. I just want to go somewhere and do something fun. Um, do you remember, okay. Do you, do you watch like any shows like religiously, like any, like streaming any shows or anything?
1: Right now, my current, uh, I'm actually bouncing between Stargate Atlantis right now. I'm watching that. Okay. And then uh, and I'm about to finish up Knight Rider. So, like, Stargate Atlantis, I'm assuming, is,
0: like, a sci-fi, like, yeah. kind of mm-hmm. thing. And then, like, like Kit, like, the original Knight Rider? Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. What,
0: are you streaming that on something?
1: Yeah, it's on Netflix.
0: Interesting. Netflix
1: did not adver- is not advertising uh, for this podcast, by the way.
0: Yeah, no, no, they're not. But, like, <laughs> I remember Knight Rider as a kid. Because my dad was, like, really into Knight Rider. Yeah. And I just remember, what is that guy's name? Is it David Hasselhoff?
1: Yes. Is that the star mm-hmm. of Knight Rider? Michael Knight is the character name. Interesting. And then the show that my wife is in, and I watch periodically with her, is at uh, Downton Abbey.
0: Yes. Has, does she see the movies?
1: I think she has seen the first one. Okay. But right now she's watching the series, and I'm sure when she wraps that up, then we'll be watching the movies. So.
0: Well, sorry. And then
1: Stranger Things, it's back out now. See, I
0: can't watch that. I tried to watch the first season when I lived alone still because it was okay. like pre-marriage and it was too scary for me. I can't watch scary stuff, and so mm. now I can't. I can I can, I can I'm see when and it I'm, comes to that stuff.
1: And I'm that way to a certain degree, but I don't. I, I'm trying to think. Is Stranger Things is scary. I guess some of the some. I thought it was sort of creepy. Yeah, it's got a creepy vibe. It it does. So, yeah. But but it but it is. Uh, I enjoy that show because it seems like I'm stuck in the 80s in my yes. mind and heart, and that show is. They do a really good job making it period correct. It's really good. Well,
0: I really like the redemption of Winona Ryder. Yes, remember she had that moment with like stealing or whatever, yeah. but then like she brought her back in. Well, that, see, I feel the same way about the the show This Is Us, because mm-hmm. This Is Us, it came out when. The, the main characters were turning, like, 34 or 35. And it was the same year I was turning that same age. And so they flash back to, like, the 90s and stuff a lot in that show in the 80s. And so I felt like a lot of the cultural references and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm, like, reliving those times. But I also cried every episode of that show. And my husband would, like, be like, why do you do this to yourself? And I'm like, I just need this emotional outlet for it. So, But anyway, real quick, the Downton Abbey. So we went and saw the new Top Gun movie, which I'm super, like... I was afraid they were going to ruin Top Gun like they ruined Dirty Dancing with the sequel. But it's it's so good. I
1: feel feel like, from what I understand, they were real careful not to. Yes. And it's like the Ghostbusters that came out this year. Yes. Uh, I saw that in theaters. Oh, my gosh. That was phenomenal. Really
0: good. Right. But, But it was really funny. So we come out of because it was opening day of the movie. We, we went to like the big theater, the MXT, like as close to IMAX as we're going to get to see it, which I highly recommend. But as we come out, there were all these older women like a lot of gray-haired women coming out of the theater next to us, and I was like, "Did they all go see Top Gun?" And it was Downton Abbey. Like it was just so obvious, yeah. like the different crowds coming from the different theaters. And I was like, "I probably need to go see that movie because that's actually an audience I probably get down with." Or those older
1: women. Yeah, and and the show is not necessarily my cup of tea, uh-huh. but I see uh, what you did there. Uh, the that, was tea. Tea. <laughs> that was actually not. That was actually not on purpose. But now that I think about it, it, was pretty good. Um. And sometimes the best jokes are accidental anyway. Uh-huh. But uh, the acting and the dialogue is awesome in that show. So,
0: And I just love the costumes. And, and, like and I try to it.
1: play it cool. Like, I'm not really watching this, uh-huh. you know. And then suddenly I'm side-eyeing it. And, and then suddenly I'm watching it. So.
0: Yeah, and you're asking questions. And then yeah, she and has I, to pause it and explain things to you. Uh, it happens. That must be a husband thing.
1: Well, uh, <laughs> she'll pause on her own a lot of times. But I'll catch that she's pausing it. So I'll stop. I'm like, okay, I've asked enough. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Gosh.
0: Okay. Um last question. What what would you want somebody to know about the radio station at Wesleyan and the Panther Radio Society?
1: Just that it exists, more? Mm-hmm. Uh we're just now getting, you know, noticed. So I've been here 16 years and that the uh, the 14 years that I've been here We've just been kind of tucked away in the back of the campus. And when I was part time, I didn't have a lot of time to really nudge it to, you know, I had the time to work with four or five students and and keep the station on the air and go to my full-time job now that I'm full-time and we've seen the growth, but just, and, and, and between that and, and reminding the community that uh, this is one of the oldest radio stations that is still locally owned by the, the original owner. As a matter of fact, uh, unless my information is wrong, uh, it's the last of the locally owned stations that's still owned by the original owner. All the other stations around have been sold and passed on to someone else. media
0: groups and that kind of stuff. Yeah, Yeah.
1: but Wesleyan has owned 90.3 since 1983. And Do the math. It was January 23rd, 1983 is how long the station's been on. And it's evolved and continues to evolve. It's almost as old as I am almost
0: almost i was i'm not gonna say it. i was
1: i was two three and a half i guess when it came around I, i'll so. go ahead and say i was three when this station went yeah. on when were you born 80
0: i was born in november of 80
1: okay so that's funny I, I, I figured we were close the yeah, same age
0: so turned 42 this year but it's
1: fine yeah i'm already 42 because it's january um, but yeah just just uh just and and to see what we're going to keep doing. We're, we're not going to stop. And even the students notice when they come back at the almost every semester, something else has changed back here or there's something new or my office is being rearranged or we're doing something on air all the time too. We're always evolving. And um, so that's, that's, that's another part of the the proud part that I've got is, yeah. uh, you know, I've been here a long time and, and there's a reason, you know, uh, up in, and, and, this doesn't sound, I hope this doesn't sound as uh, harsh, too harsh, but obviously that 14 years as part time, I wasn't really here for the money. Yeah. I was, I was here because I love the college, love the radio station. Well, now I'm full time. So I, now I am kind of here for the, the to make a living now so
0: I know but I feel like
1: but it's still there's a there's a love for this that I can't replace there's there, it and would I think be that's the biggest very obvious there' would be a void in my life if I didn't have this so
0: here's the thing and I'm gonna say this it's gonna make you uncomfortable but like because you're such a humble person or at least that's my perception of you that you're a very humble person but like you honestly are one of the hardest working people I think at the college and I don't think you get told that probably enough but I mean you're right I'm
1: uncomfortable about hearing I know I know
0: I mean I'm the same I feel uncomfortable when people compliment me but you can do it if you want but um no but like every time I come down here you're working on something it's summer it's quiet around here but you've I I feel like you're just you have the personality and the motivation to always want to be making it better and I think that one of the best things we've done is is make you full-time because I I think you're literally changing and impacting lives um because you know the skills to To do what these students are doing it's not just about like talking on the radio Um, there's all sorts of things that they're learning no matter what profession they go into that's they're going to be like so valuable to them how to talk to people how to work with a group Mm -hmm. the technology stuff so i mean i think you need to give yourself probably more credit than you do derek so anyway congratulations on being the student organization well, advisor of the year i wish you'd been at the award ceremony to accept that award but that's fine
1: you know sean combs <laughs> i'll go ahead and tell on him a little bit he said uh, when he he came to me the very next day and congratulated mm-hmm. me he said very much well deserved this was after you gave me the same speech
0: uh-huh
1: and i said yeah i'm, I'm kind of learning that a little bit uh, uh i didn't think so but I, i'm getting better and he said now you like to give gifts, right? I said, yeah, I'd like to give gifts. He goes, it gives you great pleasure to give someone something, your time or, or a gift or mm-hmm. an accolade. It makes you feel good. Yeah, it does. He said, well, let someone else return the favor. And from that point on, I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah. And so, so now I'm thanking everybody. But it it was awkward for a few days for me. I'm like, I don't know about all this, uh, this whole Pat me on the shoulder. I just well, it's totally. I mean,
0: seriously, there was when Michael and I were looking through the the nominations, like there was no question for either of us, like who who was deserving of that award. So you need to. Speaking of Michael, pump kudos to him.
1: I watched the video, uh, but watching him give those awards out, he is so emotional about that. It's I actually had a newfound respect for him. It was just seeing that. He's a lot like me in the sense of what he loves. He loves the students and loves what he's doing.
0: Yeah, and he's, he's, Michael is funny because I think he's, he's very much an introvert, very much an introvert. And I don't know that people who interact with him on a regular basis would expect that kind of emotional reaction from him. Um, but he can't hide when he really cares. Yeah. Um, and so I'm always over there in the corner handing him the awards because he always <laughs> cries every year. I'm always like, suck it up. And then I'm like, do you need me to read it? And he's always like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And so, yeah.
1: Michael I, I, I personally appreciated that. So it was nice to see. Good. But I know this podcast is what, getting about 30 minutes? Yeah,
0: it's 28 minutes, which yeah. is longer than I'm normally allowed to talk. Last year they were like 20 minutes, no more. And So that was very difficult,
1: Derek. Well, I like to talk. Well, this is strictly a 100% podcast. If it was going to be on the radio, yeah, this wouldn't, this would be broken. This wouldn't to, fly. This would be a part, this yeah. would be a two-parter. Yeah. Well, I'm so. sure my
0: one listener has <laughs> kept listening past the 28 minutes or whatever.
1: Well, you've got one and I've got one. So we've got two yeah. listeners.
0: Yeah. Anything else you want to say?
1: Uh, no, but thank you have, for having me on. And um, I guess real quick, what, 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 what started this, this here, this podcast in general? with me this was kind of a just let's just do this real quick this is a summer project that you're wanting to do and i just said let's do one so you can practice
0: yeah exactly um and you know there's not a lot of students here on campus but i I think
1: it was good to talk to you so i thought it was kind of fun to just go man i'll just sit down on the purple couch and let's let's well because i feel like
0: you're behind the scenes a lot more than you're actually heard so i think it's a good thing for people to talk to you yeah
1: i've thought about getting an air show uh, air shift on the station again just to keep my chops up i've
0: been begging you for one for years and it still hasn't
1: happened but that's fine but all justin timberlake it was going
0: to be all justins justin timberlake justin bieber like i had a whole concept but that's fine anyway all right derek thank you for being my guest here on yas mcqueen all right have a great day